welcome to the Mum Style Business Podcast. I'm your host, Annalise Warren, a marketing agency CEO, business strategist, digital marketing mentor, wife, and mama of four little ones. Now here, we combine ambition and motherhood and well-being, and we help you leverage the skills you already have to build a flexible business that gets you both the income and the freedom that you started it to achieve. Stay tuned for conversations with inspirational and successful women in business, as well as practical marketing strategies and tips that you can action right away. So let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to the Mom Style Business Podcast. Now, today we are talking about a topic that I that I love, that I truly believe in, and that when I initially heard about, I heard this saying, I was very skeptical and I was not in a place to hear it. And now this is so true in every area of my business that I think it's time to talk about it. So what I'm talking about here is slowing down in your business and in your life before speeding up. And like I said, this is true in so many areas of business. And today we're going to talk about six different ways that this might be true for you or six different um, six, different, six different practices that you might want to consider inputting into your business in some way in your journey over the next few months. So let's just dive right into talking about what does it actually mean, slowing down before speeding up? And I think about it kind of like when you are driving and you are coming, you can see the corner ahead of you and you need to slow down before you get to the corner. I remember this driving lesson, right? I would slow down in the corner and my driving teacher was like, you need to slide, slow down and be at the right speed before the corner. I was like, oh, okay. So slowing down before that corner, before you make that pivot, before you make the change. And then once you've done that well and you're redirected, you can go for it and you can keep going, right? And in business, I used to run my business and I was just running, 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 running. And I wasn't stopping to think strategically. I wasn't stopping to, to even catch my breath because I had this full scarcity mindset and I was the one bringing money in for the family. And I, I had, you know, couldn't let people down. And I, I had to just be on and on and on all the time. And as I have grown as a leader and I have learned more about business and and what works and what doesn't and what feels good and what doesn't, then I have, I've, I've learned that this is true. This is true for me. And it is really true of so many of my peers and mentors that, that I respect and having that balance. We did, um, we talked about, we've talked about a little bit having phases in business and we did a whole session on that inside our impact business network group. But what I'm talking about here is that slowing down. So let's talk about six different ways where that might be true. And then you'll begin to understand what I, what I mean here. So this is true when you are trying to learn something new. And in order to take time to learn something, having that dedicated time to learn something, 
your focus is going to be on that new skill, new methodology, new, you can only be looking in one direction at a time and have your attention and energy there. Your energy is like the water out of a garden hose, right? It only is going to go one direction usefully. You might be able to spread it out, but that's not going to, nothing's going to get a good soak, right? So our energy needs to be in one direction, needs to be focused. So if we're focused on learning, like learning how to hire people or learning how to do Facebook ads or learning, you know, that new technology or whatever it is that you're learning, then your focus is there. Your focus is not at that same time going to be focused on growing or getting getting a client or like your eyes should be on whatever it is. So in our businesses, if we want to grow and evolve them and grow and evolve ourselves, we should have some dedicated time to be learning, whether that is a formal course, whether that is time out to listen to specific podcasts, whether that is, you know, you have a, a coaching, a coaching program, whether you're part of a mastermind, taking that dedicated time out of your business to stop thinking about the day-to-day running of things, to learn, to grow and evolve something is an example of how you might slow down before you speed up. So I like to run my business off three month kind of sprints, three month um, sections. And that three months will be focused on one thing. And maybe it is learning um, a new skill and testing a new, a new framework or something. And so taking that time away from other things to, to focus. Now that doesn't mean if you, it's you and your business and you alone that you are going to only be learning that new skill and not doing client work. But even if that is an hour a day or it's one day a week, where you are just stepping away, focusing on learning so that when you come back to your business, you are even better. That's what we're talking about is slowing down to be better when we come back and step in and preparing things. It's really like preparing that soil before you, you plant your veggie garden, right? You want, to, you want to prepare it and so that you have better results in the in the long term and you need to then do that well and you can't do that if you just chuck the seeds in automatically you're going to get better results if you take a minute and and do that process and build that foundation properly so dedicated time to learning is the first instance this is true the second one i want to talk about is taking dedicated time to think and to be strategic And I like to do this in my business every single week. Um, And this involves not learning. This isn't consuming. This is taking that everything that I have either consumed or thought about or, or read or had inside my mastermind and and letting that kind of percolate while I'm doing things for, for a couple of days or normally my learning is on a Wednesday and my thinking is on a Monday. So I kind of get that whole time. And then on the Monday, I really get to just sit and think about it and journal about it. And hopefully some of those dots have been joined together while I've been working during the week. And then I can actually make a plan and, and listen to what I'm thinking in dedicated thinking time. And I used to think that that was really unproductive and that thinking time wasn't actually doing anything, but I have seen the opposite to be true. 
the more that I have dedicated time to strategy and time to thinking, the better those ideas and thoughts and plans are, and therefore the better results I actually get. So it's a really good example of slowing down before you get ready to speed up. Because if I had just learned and implemented, learned and implemented, then I'm going to be implementing someone else's version of that thing. And then I'm just a second rate version of whatever that is, right? We want to make it ours. And for me, that happens during thinking time, thinking how do I take this concept that I've learned, take the bits that make sense for me that feel good and remove the bits that maybe don't or apply that thing from that other industry and and join it into what I'm doing that is working. And, And that requires actual dedicated thinking time. So that's probably my favorite dedicated thinking time that the dedicated um that slowing down time would be in that thinking strategy time because I have seen really great results from that in my own business now number three that example of this practice is when you hire people right it is people that build your business it is it is really hard to build a business without support in some capacity and there's very few of us that actually want to do everything in our businesses from start to finish and so if that is if that is you and you think you're not ready to hire somebody um I would challenge you to really examine that thought and and think about what's behind the thought right and because I think that often the equation gets put around the wrong way and we think that we will earn enough money before we hire the people when really when done well we hire the people and that's how we build the money that's how we get the revenue in I know for me when I hired my first full-time person inside the business our business more than doubled and so that was the catalyst and I ummed and ahed so much because it was so so scary and even Right now in my business, I'm hiring again. And sometimes it doesn't look like it's the smartest decision, right? But you, but if you have a solid plan in place and you can see where that budget is going and you know that you need that person in there to be able to generate the revenue so that you're not letting clients down and all of that, then hiring people is a process that you need to step out of your business to hire that person. Because that takes time. You need to step out or you need to step away and and focus on getting that right person in and hiring and, and training that person. And that means that you might take an hour to do a task that normally takes you 10 minutes because you are training that person. But then once that person knows how to do it, then that's 10 minutes that you never have to do again. So you don't have to do 10 plus 10 plus 10 plus 10 plus 10 until eternity. You spend that hour or three or 10 hours teaching that thing and then it is off your plate forever. So hiring people is another really powerful example where we slow down in our business before speeding up, before we are realigned with those goals and we kind of reset, reset ourselves to take that leap in the direction that we want to take our business. Now, the next one, the fourth thing I wanted to talk about is investing in 
mentoring or coaching. Now, for some people, I mean, for all of us, right, if you've gone from not investing in coaching to investing in coaching, you are going to take a hit in your income levels, right? You are going to spend money on coaching, which means that that is money that normally would have been in your pocket and is now not in your pocket. And you have, you have invested that and planted that seed in yourself, right? You have bet it on yourself and invested in yourself to say, I know that with this support, I'm going to get where I want to go easier and quicker. And that is slowing down before speeding up because you might be slowing down the amount of income that you are getting temporarily in order to plant that seed to, to get the harvest. Right? And you, you can't expect to harvest the fruit on the same day that you plant the seed. And so it is slowing down and waiting for that to then allow that chance to materialize. And so investing in coaching is a way that you can slow down before you spring forward. Now, what I would say about this is that you find someone who is where you want to be, that you don't invest in coaching or mentoring from someone who doesn't have the business model that you would like for yourself or doesn't have the values that you have for yourself. Because if you are learning from someone who wants a $100 million business and you want a $100,000 business, then there is an incongruence there and you're not following them in terms of you don't want to follow them. So why would you learn from them? So find someone who doesn't just talk the talk but has, is actually where you want to be and learn from that person who has already been, has already walked that path, who has, has already taken those steps that you know that you are going to take. Yes, you're going to take them in your own way. Yes, your business is, is beautiful and unique. But there are going to be similarities. There are going to be things that have worked for them that will work for you. And you will be able to learn from their experience, from them going before you. So before you invest in any type of coaching, think about, ah, is that person where I actually want to be? Do I want what they have? And is this, is this in a format that is going to really help me to thrive? So for example, are you getting enough access to them? Is there actual one-on-one, um, one-on-one time with that person? Or is it just, you're buying a pre-recorded course and there's no one to chat to about it. So I'd really think about those two things. What is the format that you need? Is the access there? And is that person where you want to be? All right. The fifth thing we want to chat about is building out systems. Now, this for some people is really boring. For my people, actually, we kind of like really like systems. <laughs> a lot of a lot of us. Uh, virtual assistants and OBMs and things. I'm like, oh, give me the system, um, automations. And so building out systems, it takes time, right? Especially automations. There's lots of linking parts. There's lots to go wrong. We do need to be careful. But this building, this planning phase is going to set us up to be able to be more efficient. 
So for example, we just spent like a whole week building out a new automation system for um, one of our clients that helps them to onboard and give them access to course material and things like that. And we're moving a few different systems together. But now that that is done, we don't have to do that again. So we we stepped away or you can outsource this right but if you are starting you're probably going to do it yourself if you set up really good systems inside your project management system with automations and you have all of the checklists there and all of that then once you have built that you just use it you you just use it and it's it's automated and so that's another really great example slowing down to get things right, to build that foundation so that's really strong before you can leap off that foundation up to that next milestone. And the last thing I wanted to chat about is rest. Now, again, as women, as mamas, this one can be really hard to fit in. It can be really hard to fit in. Often we put ourselves last. We say yes to too many things. And we, we sabotage ourselves by saying yes and by not wanting to disappoint people, by not wanting to um, feel like we haven't got integrity. We don't want to disappoint people. We don't want to be seen as unreliable. We don't want to be seen as doing a bad job. All of those things. And we want to get the things done, right? We want that. We want the floor mopped and we want the you know, the washing clean and we want the emails done and we blah, 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 blah. We want the invoice. And so we have to do the work. And all of that adds up to, there's not, there's just actually not enough hours in the day sometimes, a lot of the time, right? If you have a family and you have a business and you have a partner and you've got family and friends and you've got like all the things in your life that you like doing, there should be, I wish there was a pause button on life sometimes, but you could just click it. Like you just press the pause button and just, you can keep going and everything else, time, everything just stands still. Wouldn't that be amazing? Anyway, it's not going to happen. So we need to make the most of the 24 hours we do have and know that everyone else is in the exact same boat as us and prioritize rest. And know how much rest you need in terms of how much sleep do you need, how much um, like downtime in between things do you need. Like if you've just had three hours of meetings, do you need like a decent lunch break and you need to go for a walk? Like actually recharge your batteries. If your phone needs to recharge, imagine how much more you need to recharge. And I always come back to the example of the the racehorse, right? The racehorse is well looked after. They is given the right nutrition. It is given the right sleep. It is given the right amount of exercise, not too much, not too little, because it's required to perform. So how much more is it that for you, you need to perform? You need to perform in your business. You need to perform at home. You know, and I don't mean like putting on a show. I mean like there's things that you want to do. There's a certain way that you want to show up. There's certain you know, passions that you have. Like you want to, you want to be your best in everything. Like for the people that you love and for the things that you love doing and for your clients and all of that. So how are you going to do a good job in those things if you are not sleeping, not feeding yourself right, like with the right nutrition, 
not you know, looking after your body, not looking after your mind. Just imagine if you did, if the racehorse got that kind of treatment, right? Would it win the race? Uh, no. So if, if you know that that's true for a horse, like, of course, then it is true for you. And we need to be, and I'm still waiting for someone to tell me where that, if so, if anyone knows where that, who, who has actually said that analogy first, I would love to, to know so I can attribute to them because I talk about that all the time and I have no idea where I first said that. So if anyone knows, please enlighten me. Um, and, but for me, it really, when I heard that, it rang true so much. I'm like I have not been treating myself like that and I have not been looking after myself to the level that correlates with the level of output that I demand from myself. And so how could I possibly expect to get these amazing results in my business and to show up as a great mom and to like, you know, be this, this fun, happy, sexy wife as well. Like there's all these things we want to be, right? How can I do that if I'm living off five hours of sleep and not, thinking about my nutrition properly and not exercising and all of those things that we get into when we are so busy. So rest is really important. We need to recharge our batteries so that we can spring forward, right? Slowing down, looking after ourselves, investing in ourselves, really making sure that we are looking after our physical and mental well-being so that we can be all we want to be in all of the areas of our life that we want to be in them. So they're the six. So dedicated time to learning, dedicated time to thinking. Those two are not the same thing. One is inputting, one is not. Hiring people, that process of hiring and onboarding and training, investing in coaching and mentoring, building out systems, and looking after yourself and and prioritizing rest those six things are things in your business that you will need to focus on at some time whether that is now or not it's probably all of those things are probably you need to look at them probably sooner than you think that you do so think about those things really strategically take your next thinking time and and ponder on those things and ask questions about each one of those six areas about and about what you're doing about those really and not what you think that you're doing, but actually look at your calendar and what are you actually doing? What are you actually doing about learning? What are you actually doing about strategy, about people, about coaching, about building out things that in your business that are that serve as infrastructure, about rest? What do those things actually look like? And all put together, it works with a beautiful cadence of slowing down and, and leaping forward, right? And because we need all of those things in, in our business to thrive. Because entrepreneurship and success and results are not linear. It's not like straight up, up the bell curve, right? It's up and down and up and down and it's, and it's up and down. And if you are working strategically on the right things, those things will keep going up and to the right. But it's not, it's not going to be to be linear because we are not robots. We are, we are not robots. We are everything is is cyclical, right? The seasons are cyclical. The, the sea 
the ocean is cyclical. The as as women, we we have cycles. The nature is is built around cycles. And so why do we think that we can just run and run and run and run? We can't. We, we it's not sustainable. You are not going to build a long you're not going to build a long-term successful business with that model. You are going to need to add in cycles. You are going to need to add in time to rest. You are going to need to add in time to focus on infrastructure, time to strategize, really slowing down before speeding up again, slowing down, speeding up, slowing down, speeding up. And that's, that's how we, we do this for the long term. I know for me, I'm in it for the long term. I don't think I'm going to do this for three years and go and get a job. This is what I want to do. And I want to be able to show up at my best. And I want to be able to get amazing results for my clients. And, and that requires longevity. And that requires that I look after myself and my business in a way that is not talked about very often. So I hope that this was useful. I hope that this gave you some things to, to think about in your thinking strategy time. And I'd love to know what of the six kind of stood out to you as being something that you want to work on or something that you're doing really well. So feel free to reach out to me. I love Instagram, Annalise Warren, and Facebook as well. We've got the party going on in the group over there. So that is it for this week. And have a wonderful, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. Talk to you. Soon. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Mum Style Business Podcast. Two things you should know. First, come and join the party. I'm live with free marketing training inside the Social Marketing Method Facebook group every single week. This is where you can ask questions and get the answers that you need to simplify your strategy and amplify your income. Go to AnnaliseWarn.com forward slash group and join and network there with incredible women, an incredible community of like-minded business owners. Now, second, if you have got any value from this episode, please, please, please rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and share it out on your socials. Your support helps us to reach more women in business and inspire them to increase our impact in the world. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I will see you next week.